Hello and welcome everybody into episode number 48 of the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you. My name is Garrett McKee. I am your host and joining me as always is your co-host, Mike Hart. I'm in Alberta, Canada and he's down there in Iowa and we are the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. As always, bringing you the best of the country music world like nobody else will tell it. I would like to encourage everybody listening today to go give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you really love the show and you would like to join our little online community that we just got going over on Patreon, I really encourage you to go sign up for that. Every tier, $10 and above, gets full access to all of our bonus content, including every bonus episode of the show. The stuff that did not make it to the platform here. Not for a lack of quality content, I will say that. So there's going to be lots of great stuff coming up on the Patreon, um, well, from now on. So I highly recommend you go sign up for that. Not only do you get the bonus content, but there's a lot of great benefits for signing up for that little online community. Most of all, you get to connect with us directly, and it's a little more of a uh, focused community rather than... uh, the social medias. But social media is still great. Go give us a follow. Our guest today is the incredibly talented Daniel Donato. Daniel just released his debut full-length album, A Young Man's Country, here in August of 2020. Absolutely incredible, incredible guitar player. A very talented artist. And as you'll hear in the music, as well as you'll hear him talk about it on the podcast today... He does an incredible job of telling a story both with his guitar and with his lyrics. And it's just a really special listening experience. Daniel also has a podcast of his own. It's called Daniel Donato's Lost Highway. And I suggest you go check that out as well. Anyways, guys, this was a really, really fun episode. We had a blast talking to Daniel. So, Daniel, if you are listening, I'm sure you are. Thank you once again for coming on the show and hanging out with us and for everyone listening hope you enjoy it we are going to kick today's episode off with a track off of that album i was just telling you about a young man's country this song is titled forgotten days by daniel donato Watch 
watches have taken their toll. Dosses loaded, ready to roll. Time box like smoking guns, everyone is out done. The food on the tree is gone. Like words have lost in the wind. Miss darkness, you're traveling in. Will we start your days with candle You're traveling in We'll waste all your days Away a candle to flame Drown you deep in Forgotten days Like words I'm lost in the wind This darkness You're traveling in We'll waste all your days Away a candle to flame Drown you deep in Forgotten days Drown you deep in Forgotten All right, we're here with Daniel Donato. Um, thank you for joining us. We just heard uh, Forgotten Days, and uh, we kind of cut you off. Uh, you're, you're telling us a little story um, about our, our pal Jonathan. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, mean man. And, uh, mean man. I feel bad for cut, cutting you off, but uh, we, had to, we had to play Forgotten Days and get, and get on air. Beautiful. You know? um, but thank <laughs> you for joining us. Welcome into the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. Welcome into the people listening to the podcast. Um, I haven't welcomed you guys in yet either, so yeah, this will be a fun one. You got a bush latte. You know what's funny? J- jo- Jonathan Great. literally just sent me a text message as he was saying that. He said, "Tell Donato, I said, what up." Oh wow, <laughs> man! I love Jonathan. I I think the work that he does on on his memes are for the ages. They're really just beautiful. Absolutely, it's a good source of commentary. I don't know. on country music. I don't understand how he has that much time. Memes are hard, like, man. <laughs> yeah, Memes man. Memes take a while. Dude, and he pumps out like a dozen, 15 a day. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, crazy. That's crazy stuff. <laughs> He's awesome, though. But He's great. You you were just, uh, yeah, you were just telling us a little bit of a, a story about how you, your inspiration, how you got into songwriting. Is that is that where you were going with that? Uh, yeah, so Jonathan, um, a few, uh, I think when I put out my first EP, 2018 he started sharing um videos of me and then we started communicating and talking and then one of my heroes is sturgill simpson uh, i've been watching sturgill Preach. since he would like play at east nashville bars and like a, a bar downtown on broadway called roberts and like you know mm-hmm. i i used to sneak in to watch him play and i was like 17 years old and put a small straw in my <laughs> coke so it looked like a jack and coke no one would no one would fuck with me and uh, <laughs> right. uh, so he's been a hero of mine. He's why I got into songwriting. And um, mm-hmm. I, I, I had this like a uh, crazy idea where it'd be like, it'd be really cool if somehow I could work with Sturgill on my next, my next album, like he could produce it. Mm-hmm. Um, and wouldn't it be so funny if I think I'll just stay here. Me had something to do with that happening. Yeah. I think that would connect to <laughs> you guys, right? <laughs> that in itself is a meme. Like the situation and well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, definitely. I, and 
Definitely. The, the timing's perfect right now because because uh, Sturgill just posted one of Jonathan's pictures. I think like yesterday or the day before. Uh, he so, did tell me that. Um, you, know. you know, I believe like in life you have to ask. Like even if people say no, like at least yeah. you asked, right? Like at least you asked and you failed. Like that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. What's the, what's the worst they're gonna do? Tell you no? Like oh, sorry, Daniel, you're too ambitious. Yeah. It's like no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, too you know, then thanks for your time, anyways. <laughs> yeah. I guess, but. So I asked Jonathan. I'm like, would you <clears throat> would you mind like uh do you would it be ridiculous for me to ask you to send Sturgeon my record? And uh, he's like, dude, I already sent it to him weeks ago. <laughs> so Jonathan is the uh-huh. man. Uh, I really I really appreciate the work he does. So yeah, you know, no, he's, yeah. he's a good guy. He's, he's a good friend of ours. I hope though. we can make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Except, I, I hope he you bailed guys on us in Lexington. Like, <laughs> yeah, we went to Lexington. He couldn't make it over. Where? It was like, Jonathan, at the I'm coming to your state, dude. How often do I come? Never is the answer. Damn. <laughs> and, yeah. and he couldn't make it. He felt bad, though. I th- I've, 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 He's all like, huh, I've I got ha- a wife. I've, I got kids. I've, huh. <laughs> yeah. I've, hounded, I've hounded him enough <laughs> about it. We'll, we'll let it go. <laughs> well, I was talking to my dad the other day about like, what is the wife excuse? Because I don't have a wife. I'm 25, but like, right? Yeah, neither I, do I. Right. Neither do we. <laughs> I have several. We're we're young folks. Here. I have several friends. I'm the, I'm the eldest. That's crazy. Oh really? I'm 20, 26. Oh well. Yeah, we yeah, got a I'm nice little secret. I'm 24. You're 25, and he's 26. So ain't that up. is that not oddly satisfying? That's perfect. It is. It's very satisfying. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I was telling my dad like I've had so three of my friends within the past like um probably the past month have fallen out of prior occasions and meetings that we had and they blamed it on their wife and I get it, uh, but it's yeah. like, <laughs> I'm wondering about the wife. I think, is it like, is that part of subconsciously why we get married? So we have someone that we can so always you got blame a good something excuse? on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause if it. so, I'll take it. it. <laughs> you want, you wonder if the wife knows how often she's getting used as the excuse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, that's great. The poor, that's the poor wife doesn't even realize it. She's just like this, the scapegoat constantly. Well, and she's like, oh, I, you know, I can't. No, I can't. I can't do that today. Frank, Frank fucked up again, and then we have to go head back to the house. I bet the husband's getting the yeah. same thing. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck, that's yeah they do the same thing. Yeah. Oh. Do you have a man? Do you happen to have a dip in? Me? Yeah. Mm. No, my mom listens to this podcast. No, Garrett, do you have a dip in? Do I? No, no, no. Yeah. I don't. I could have sworn you had a dip in. And no. I, so uh, I no. tried I that actually, the other day. I actually do. Not me. <laughs> Wait, Mike, you have a dip in? He does. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, I'll roll the dice that mom's not listening to this episode. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, I tried, I, I don't really like, my mom <clears throat> has kind of, a, she's always smoked cigarettes. And mm-hmm. um, that's been great for me because it never, it, it took like the illusion of what cigarettes were out of my life. I never really tried them. But the mm. other day I was right with my friend Taylor McCall, who just put oh, out a new dude, song. He's badass. Yeah. Taylor McCall. He's the man. Rips. Yeah, writes, he'd be man. great on here. He's so good. And he dips so hard when we're writing. And I was like, man, I want to try some. Like, I want to see what the vibe is. And yeah. I got high. Like off that man, like you get the oh yeah, a dude, bit, you get yeah? it's a head rush for sure. It is a head rusher. So like, dude, doing a podcast with that—that's that's next. With a bush latte, that's next. Bush well, latte. you see, I'm a I'm a seasoned vet at the, at the <laughs> Copenhagen and the bush lattes, so it doesn't quite it doesn't quite hit me the same that it might hit you. But uh, yeah, you got you got yeah. quite the drink going on there yourself. What the hell is that thing? Dude, it's a lot of yeah. water. 
I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I can't see it. What? What is that? A giant. That is a real tree mug gold. that my mom got me from Amazon. <laughs> Things the size uh. of like a five gallon pail. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. It's sixty four ounces, I think. Um, it, and I, I got a green straw to match it. It is that is like comically a, big. Dude, I know. So here's how sad it is. I uh, I don't even realize how big it is anymore. It's cartoonishly big. I know. It looks yeah. like it's not even. It's like the Geico commercial. Remember that belt that belt buckle commercial? Yeah, yeah. From right. Geico. Yeah, well, it keeps getting bigger every time. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about this this damn real tree mug. Dude, do you, do you find that you have what to you... switch arms when drinking so you you don't get like your right arm stronger than your left? Or so I get the quagmire effect. Yeah, yeah, the quagmire. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit different of yeah. a reasoning, but yeah. 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 What do you uh, yeah. What do you got? What do you even weeks. What do you even put in that thing? I'll tell you. So I put um, ice cold water, and then I put mm. Mio, uh, mm. Mio Sport. Yeah, right. uh, So I get B six, B nine, B twelve all day, okay. all fucking day long. Hell yeah! Just filled with bees. That's the like, s- I- that's the secret <laughs> to your uh, fantastic guitar playing, isn't it? Just, just, yeah, that's... Daniel's secret stuff like in Space Jam you know you gotta write that on the side Daniel's secret stuff yeah. oh secret stuff is so cool Space yeah. Jam really is like a a run of amazing part of culture that was you know? I know so right? I feel like we're yeah. didn't LeBron James didn't he just do isn't he doing a new Space Jam yeah he's doing a new Space Jam yeah I'm terrified right. for Jesus. it Jesus you're terrified for it. for it why is that well I mean why why fuck with perfection I mean yeah. I just don't want I don't want it to devalue the original Space Jam, you know? Like, True. Yeah. That's that's a real thing, right? That's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? Maybe it'll be done well, and and they'll make it its own. I don't know. I'm just being a hater over here. So. A hater. My, my video went away because yeah. I'm getting a phone call that I'm ignoring. So, um, oh. oh, there. It's going to come back now. There we go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool hat you got on, man. I got to get one of those hippies oh, yeah, and cowboys like podcasts. Yeah, we'll send you yeah, one. Yeah, that's all. We, we I send, would love that. We send all of our guests uh, a little care package. I got, so uh, we got you. I have one of those actually that is unclaimed. So I I'll love black hats. Yeah, Dude, I, I'm huge... a black. I'm a black hat guy. I kind of. Yeah, you can wear them with everything. Know, you can wear them with everything. You, you know. Look, I like this one though. It's a little yeah, wrinkled because cool. I slept on it last night. But that's great. Oh man! I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. Well, that's I, true. I was watching a movie, I fell asleep, and I was wearing my hat, and then I crushed. What? It. What were you watching? Um, I was watching some. It was a scary movie. Um, it was. It wasn't too scary. It's called like The Binding or something. It was like a Netflix original, but it it was. I think it was originally filmed like in Italy, like with mm. Italian actors in the italian language so then it's like american people voicing over the italian mm. and that kind of feel adr interested yeah that, that disinterested me quite a bit so i fell asleep there is an art to that there's there's a real art to the to the world of overdubs and yeah. adr i had a girlfriend who was uh my first really my only serious girlfriend she was a uh she was an actress i think she still is and um uh-huh. she was on the show nashville and she, she would have to go uh-huh. in and like overdub these one lines and they would be in there for sometimes 20, 25 minutes being like, listen, I love the way you said chair, but just say it with a little bit more intensity. God damn. It's no like, way. my God. So I can't even imagine oh, taking man. something fucking in Italian and then translating that over. You're talking about a whole a heap of, of, of a mess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Uh, and then to line Jesus to line God. the audio up to make it seem like it's at least close. That's like, pain- that'd be painful. Why are uh, all scary movies titled the something? That's j- yeah. <laughs> the binding. Oh, shit. Like, the, I literally yeah. could be like the B have, vitamins because you have to, and they would be like picture the like it. You have to picture something physical in your head. It can't just be an idea. You know what I mean? The, there's because the, an idea maybe won't scare somebody from the title, but if it's like the shine you know the fucking the whatever Texas chainsaw Massacre. yeah exactly it's it's got to be you know or it's really... just one word like like mama or it uh, it or it oh or, uh, man uh, sinister oh fuck dude sinister that's good yeah the grudge the conjuring the grudge oh. the grudge, grudge fucked me up when i was that's younger a, that's a nasty really one. Huh. Yeah, it was just too ominous and too scary. My sister's nine. I'm 25, and so I'm oh, just wow. enough older than her to have enough space in my life to see, like, oh, life is kind of full of these patterns, and it kind of happens to all of us. And she's uh-huh. in the uh, really afraid of things that aren't real phase, but legitimately afraid. And you realize that yeah. it's like that's actually a good thing because kids – probably have a better sense of imagination because what they imagine is a little bit more real because they've had less uh-huh. life experience to prove their imagination wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's awesome. It's so like it's a like safety mechanism kind of. Yeah. Crazy. Right. right? And wow. How do you keep yeah. a strong imagination? Like a nine year old who's, who's scared of five nights at Freddy's like uh, you know, shit like that. I don't know if you guys yeah. know five nights at Freddy's. That's mm-hmm. like a I, YouTube sensation. I don't think so. Dude. I don't so, think so. It's insane. It's uh, so it's these uh, it's kind of like Chuck E. Cheese. So you know how you have like all these like uh, like uh, you go remember Chuck E. Cheese before they closed? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they would With have all, the all characters. these characters. Yeah, and they would have those like, things uh, scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. There's pictures so, of me bawling. So <laughs> check this robots. out, my friend. Yeah, dude. So people, it, of course it did. Of course it scared the shit out because it's terrifying. <laughs> so they took yeah. that concept they and they applied it to a video game where you're in Freddy's, which is Chuck E. Cheese kind of and you're stuck in the building overnight and so the whole idea is that you have to make sure that all these weird uh avant-garde robot animals that are called animatronics don't come and kill Uh you and so the and it's vr based so you're wearing the the goggles and you have to kind of you have to run through the scooby-doo house and they're lurking around each corner and and it's like a multi-billion dollar uh brand like it's gross so much money and it's it's insane. It's really intense. But Again, your, the imagination nine, of a nine-year-old turns me on to a lot of Your nine-year-old sister does that? She does this. She, has a, she I watches, I, I would she watches reactions I on that. YouTube. So she'll like watch people. Oh, she'll watch people see. play and I get scared. It. And that scares her. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus yeah. Second, secondhand fear. What a crazy yeah. world we live in. It's yeah. insane. No shit. Yeah. No shit, yeah. eh? That's wild. Um... <laughs> Well, shit, Daniel. I don't know. We could talk about music for a bit, I suppose. Um, I'd love that. Yeah, we could. Why you know don't we? Why don't we talk, talk a bit more? What's that? I. Oh, we should talk about. Well, let's talk about the album for a, a second. Well, yeah, like why? I, why, why don't have, we? Why don't we talk a bit about um, where you were with uh, you know Sturgill being a big like songwriting inspiration for you? Like when? When did you kind of start to take songwriting really seriously like that? Um, and. I just think it's it's unique that or it's it's interesting that you you mentioned the the Sturgill thing because uh, I was reading I can't remember where it was but they were comparing uh, your new album to Metamodern Sound yeah. I yeah. was like 
Oh shit! And that's I mean the the album cover like the artwork is is you know kind of the same vibe you got, you got the mushrooms and trippy yeah it's trippy yeah yeah trippy. it's got that cosmic same country kind of vibe to it cosmic country yeah, country. yeah. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah. i just found that that interesting or it made sense i guess sturgill <laughs> sturgill brought to me the first set of songs that he had that a person had written that sounded like the songs that i've uh learned music to on mm-hmm. right so i learned by playing there's a place called Robert's Western World, which is labeled as the home of traditional country music. And it's 20 feet away from the Ryman back door, which is where oh, wow. Hank Williams, uh, when he got thrown out of the Ryman, he landed on the property of Robert's. Like we're talking about this place has been having radiation poisoning from the Ryman since the day it was built. Yeah. And it's a uh-huh. small honky tonk that used to build Showbud steel guitars, which like the guitar- steel guitars Jerry Garcia played. And it's the very building that Willie Nelson bought Trigger in when wow. he was living in Nashville. Really? So it's this historic building. It's mm-hmm. fucking insane. And I stumbled in there the second day that I ever uh, tried making money at music. And I saw a band called the Don Kelly Band when I was 14. And they were the house band there. And they'd been the house band five to seven nights a week since 1996. So since I was one. And so this band changed wow. my life. They turned me on to outlaw country music and uh, traditional country music and you know hits like uh mama's don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys all the <clears> standards <throat> and a lot of bluegrass old home place and fox on their own and like just the hits yeah, oh, wow. and yeah. um like i never really heard johnny cash until i stepped in roberts um that changed my life i went and saw that band every week for about three years and um i gave them my card every saturday and i said i want to play in your band and uh-huh. uh it was about a hundred song catalog and one day as i got out of high school in Spring Hill, Tennessee, where I lived, was about an hour south of Nashville. Um, th- I got a call for the gig, and mm-hmm. uh, I was ready. And so I had like two hours' notice, and I went, and I played, and I just, I, I killed it, man. Like I got, they, I got offered the job sight on scene, and um, I saw so I'm, I'm going down there, you know, four or five nights a week, and uh, there's this guy that played before us one night, and it was Sturgill, and no wow. one was there. Like, there was no one there. It was, like, a Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, 2 to 6 p.m., I think. And it, or it might have been, like, an Americana Fest thing or something. It just blew my mind, dude. And uh, this guy worked at Turnip Truck. So I would, go, like, go to Turnip Truck and, like, see him there and never say anything. Because he kind of seemed like he didn't want to be fucked with. And I understand Sturgeon, that right. very well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, I've I've just been a fan of what he does uh, since I first saw them. Like, since Sunday Valley Trio. Yeah. Uh and so yeah. those songs really early on like showed me it's like I probably can try writing songs if if, if he writes songs that affect me in the same way that a Willie and Waylon and mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Paycheck and Gene Watson and um, you know just that whole world of country music which isn't really what people are doing now at scale especially in Nashville right. yeah. especially yeah. down on Broadway yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've had other yeah. gigs at Ben Roberts. Uh, where I've gotten let go because I wouldn't literally, literally, man. Some guy said, "Listen, Daniel, it's Saturday night, and if you're not going to take your fucking shirt off and walk across the bar with a wireless guitar, then don't come back next week." Said that to me, and I'm like, "Okay, Jeez. man, this is not the gig for me. <laughs> this is not wow. the place for me." But Roberts exists oh. in a in a bubble. It's crazy. So. Um, that, I kind of went on a podcast me, that tangent there. Sick. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Somebody, it's crazy, like, dude. Uh. Somebody like somebody as talented as you and, and 
you know, like you're obviously, you, I mean, you obviously know your shit about, you know, Nashville and, and the history of it and all that, all that, those kinds of things. So then for them, like, that's so fucking disrespectful to ask yeah. you to do I mean, that it, and tell you it, not to come back it, if you're not willing to do that. You know, and I, I, what are you going to say? Sorry. I, I, no, I, well, all, all I was going to say is it, it's kind of the, the Nashville theme of, of taking away the, it's devaluing the music. It's devaluing the art. It, it's fuck what you what you have to say. Fuck what you have to play. Take your shirt off and, and waltz across <laughs> yeah. the, the bar. You're you a know? product. Yeah. It's, it's trying to put like, you in a box like, and make you a product, not yeah, uh, not an artist. It, yeah, it has nothing to do with with the art. It's just the the fucking selling money and and selling money. Fucking aesthetic of of like <laughs> cool fucking country shirtless. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the same old bullshit. Well, man, these places are fuckers right, trying to thing. sell money. God damn it! This guy's this guy's playing me a Keith Urban song in the wrong key, and that? he's trying to sell me money. Yeah, fucker. And do, don't get me wrong, me. I love hits. I love hit country songs that have been recorded from 2000 to 2020. A lot of my mentors are the guys playing on those records, mm, so it's not right. like I don't know those songs. It's just like right. my the thing that makes me feel like I'm fulfilling my potential is music that kind of seems like it was from a different era. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and there's a whole yeah. scene happening right now with people like uh, Billy Strings and Culture Wall and Paul Cawthon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the list really does go on, Cody Jenks especially. It, yes. And it's like, yeah. it makes sense for me now. Now all of, the, all of that makes sense because it's like, okay, so that's the place where I can contribute and bring value. Mm-hmm. And Cosmic Country is the vehicle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And yeah, that that kind of that crew you just mentioned with the the term cosmic country. I, I'm glad you mentioned Paul Coth and, and and his 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 style of playing is just so unique and different from almost anything else you'll you'll hear. And Paul was a and, he was a guy that forced me to write songs. Uh, so I played in Paul's band for about 18 months, and yeah. man, we were probably not home for more than. I'm probably, we're probably not home for more than eight weekends in that 18 months. I mean, we were just gone. gone. And so I lived with Paul. Like I, he was my mentor and, um, Uh we were playing venues that had five people show up. Like I'm, like I'm serious, like Mm -hmm. crazy. And this guy, Paul, like when I first heard Paul's first record, my gospel, it immediately affected me because he has Uh that kind of talent where it either, it either you, you hate it or you love it and you're not going to be in the middle. Right. And those are my favorite artists. Yeah, and definitely. so mm-hmm. getting to go hit the road with that guy after I already knew his record um, was insane. And he really forced me. Like the, the song Meet Me in Dallas, that's off uh, Young Man's Country, the new mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. We drove home from Mile of Music Fest all the way to Dallas, Texas. And it was something like a 23 and a half hour drive. It was fucking absurd in this Ford E350 with like oh, 10 shit. dudes. So I'm just like sitting there. And Paul was driving, dude, and Paul would be smoking a cigarette with his left hand and, and then being on Instagram on the right hand. <laughs> and, he's, and he's kind of like switching control of the steering wheel with either hand, depending on which one needed more attention. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was always that way. And it did not matter what city we were, like even if we were in New York City on the fucking, on the, like on the Lincoln Tunnel, like it's the same thing. Um, so we, <laughs> after that trip, we really like kind of encouraged Paul to not drive so much, but... I couldn't right. sleep. So there was like 23 and a half hours. I'm just awake. And the second we got out of the van, that song, Meet Me in Dallas, came to me. And uh, I played it for him. And he's like, yeah, that's inspired. 
He's like, that's the, yeah. that's the wave that you need to tap in on that inspired wave. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the thoughts and the way that he performs lives on in what I do today in my own way, not trying that's to cool. copy or do anything like him, right. but in essence. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. No one's going <clears> to <throat> listen to, uh, listen to you and be like, Oh, that's a Paul Coffin ripoff. Like, that's Zero. Come to mind. You know? Zero. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But leaning into your natural talent, uh, your natural talent, he calls it the bird dog trait, where it's like yeah. a, a bird dog does not need to be told how to act like a bird dog. It's going to go do mm-hmm. what, it, mm. what it's born to do. That's and right, yeah. um, it seems like humans have an ego that might distract that bird dog quality from coming into fruition. So if you can try your best to get over that shit, and just lean into what you're good at mm-hmm. doing and what your bird what your bird dog trait is. Right. Um, odds are they will come because you're kind of vibrating at this place that's at a great level and it's just true to who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's all Paul does, sometimes to a fault. And I learned that <laughs> yeah. your your uh, your talent at one scenario or another in this life is going to be a fault in a certain yeah. situation. And so when I wasn't gonna play Love Somebody Like You with my shirt off. <laughs> on a Saturday night, that's fine. My talent was a fault. <laughs> Good thing it was for that situation. Yeah. Well, because then it right. took me out on the road, and I, you know, I learned how to uh, just uh, approach life in a way that was better for me. Yeah, that's right. good. Yeah, that's cool. a good thing. And you, you know, uh, you know, the best way to break down an ego I've heard uh, is DMT. No, yeah. Oh, exactly I haven't right. taken DMT yet. Um, <laughs> I have yet Ooh. to take it. Uh, so. That's funny. It's because, just about uh, getting the right source. Have you guys taken it? DMT? No. Not yeah. DMT. How about you, Mike? I really hope my mom isn't listening. <laughs> no, your mom. You're come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh actually <gasps> recently for the first time. Wait, what? Okay. Wait, Mike, yes. Mike, Mike, do you know what DMT is? Oh wait, no, fuck no, not DMT. Just yeah, no, not you, you didn't you didn't LSD. take DMT, dude. <laughs> No, oh, I you just did acid, though. No. That was acid. Okay, but acid. Okay. I regular, the regular regular old uh, average Joe stuff. Average yeah. Joe acid. Average <laughs> Joe's. So uh, average Joe, I was thinking, so when you said that, I immediately went to Trader Joe's acid, uh, which yes, would be exactly. so funny. That's where I got it, was the, the cashier tra- at Trader Joe's. behind Trader Joe's. <laughs> that, yeah, the guy, with the, uh, the guy with the fish visor yeah, on, yeah. Yeah. working the cash register. <laughs> Frosted tips. <laughs> Frosted tips and a visor. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this seems like a good spot to plug this question in because uh, we're, we're going to start um, allowing our patrons on Patreon to uh, kind of plug in some questions once in a while awesome. when we are talking to our guests. Awesome. And I happen to have one from a patron that uh, awesome. kind of relates to what we're talking about here. Uh, so let me read it to you. Um, it says, <clears throat> this is from Jay Potter. Um, and it says, obviously, his music has a psychedelic feel to it. What role, if any, have psychedelics played in shaping your music or your outlook on life in general? And he goes on to say, I am curious about his psychedelic experience. As a seasoned veteran <laughs> of psychedelics, I kind of want to find out if he's legit or if it's just dress up. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, so I love that. I really love that question. And I, I, humbly, um, I humbly submit any like virtue signaling of, of like the generation I come from is so inherently different than like that first generation that had access to psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Cause the culture mm-hmm. around it's so different. Right. Um, not a real heavy, 
Like when I answer that, when I think about that answer, it's, I don't know how, how heavy the psychedelic experience has affected me. Um, you know, I really just always reflect, uh, each day. And I, I try to just try to understand like what's happening in my life on an abstract level. Like, was there mm -hmm. some ascension today? Like, did I get at least 1% better? Did I, did I stay persistent? Did I stay patient? Did I stay positive? Mm -hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And it's like, just yeah. kind of staying on that vibration. Um, but like specifically, I haven't had like any epiphanies through psychedelic exploration or, or anything that's really like made me, uh, you know, there was an A and B light switch. I don't think life is that easy. Mm -hmm. um, no. You know, I was born the year Jerry Garcia died. All right. So right. I definitely did not get to see like the thing as it was happening. Um, so I probably would have yeah. um, definitely experimented a lot more if I was around in a time where um, that was more the norm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would no, say what a perfect I, I, question, dude. That, that's a good question, Jay. <laughs> I didn't know but anybody look, let me this. also let me also say, you that's know, funny. like the first concept that I ever had, like when I, when I when I legitimately the first time I ever thought I was improvising, um, was when I was so sincerely high at playing at Roberts, and so my friend <laughs> gave me this. Uh, my friend Craig, he was like this real estate developer, and he was like, he had to have been, he was born like sixty five. So, and this was probably like, you know, six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, he always had like these 21-year-old girlfriends. And he would come in with like <laughs> these, these vape pens. And um, one, I was like, man, Craig, let me try some of that. And, uh, <laughs> I did the, no. and I got this, but it the was like a really. you mean? No, I'm just playing. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> let me try that. <laughs> and uh, no. they, they were like, you know, he was a funny dude, man. You know, like always huh. like a. Uh, but uh, he he would like uh like always like three gold change and t three shirt buttons unbuttoned too mm -hmm. many, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he was a man though. Craig, I forget his last name. I don't want to rat him out. He was a really good guy though, really good to me. And mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. he uh, so he, he gave me this weed pen one time, and uh, I tried it on stage, and uh, we it was like a really packed Saturday night. It was a like abnormally like a very busy night. So much so where like um. They are turning people away at the door at Roberts. Okay. So you're talking about yeah, we're, capac know, we're capacity. We're at capacity, pre-COVID yeah. capacity. And it's yeah. like, man, I remember just having this idea where it's like, okay. And really, in order to improvise and connect with an audience through your guitar, um, you need to kind of submit the ego. And you need to just admit that whatever you're playing is affecting everyone else in the room immediately. Uh, the same right. degree that it's affecting you. So on some level, which is kind of like this like, um, young, like, young based approach to it like a collective conscious um if i'm playing my guitar and i'm on stage and everyone else is listening i'm also a listener as well and uh that's kind of an abstract psychedelic thought um right. so you know i also yeah. i'm also a pretty spacey person for anyone who anyone who knows me on a personal level mm -hmm. um so <laughs> yeah but that's a good question i like that question yeah oh yeah, dude, thanks, thanks yeah, to jay and sweet. for anybody else listening of course if you uh you sign up for the ten dollar and above tier on our Patreon, you will have the chance to ask your questions to guests too. So there's a quick little shameless plug for our Patreon page. <laughs> I love. I think Patreon is so cool. We I, just, I, I literally just launched ours like an hour ago, so that's why. I'm Holy there. hell! <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. My God, that's amazing. It's it's very cool to see that platform start to become a norm. I remember yeah, when it first yeah. when it first started. I think like five years ago, right? And um, yeah, it's fairly. I new, might be wrong. Yeah. I'm a moron, so I have no idea. Like when things start, I'm an idiot. So I don't know, but I remember when it when it when it first started. I'm like, my God, like this is gonna be so cool when 
you know, say I take, I can take 45,000 of, of my fans and, you mm-hmm. know, figure out a way to communicate with them on that platform. Mm-hmm. Right. How, what, what kind of art will that make? Like, who knows? Like, it's so beautiful. Well, it it's, just it's, seems like well, a cool way you can have I, your own little private community with those people and you know yeah. that they're there for you and you only, right? And, yeah. And I know, yeah. I know for that, Daniel, I know you uh, kind of value that as an independent artist, that ability to kind of uh, connect and, and have that community feeling with, with your fans and, yeah, I watched I watched that TikTok. So yeah. right on, yeah, I love TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's a weird one, man. And our boy Grady Smith is yeah. you know, right on on TikTok. Dude. Oh, I yeah. I have a I have a competition with him to see who can have the most followers, and I've got him whooped right now. But I've been taking a break, so yeah, we'll see. Well, I can't. I also have you beat it. by the way. So <laughs> step it up. No. Right on. <laughs> so one platform I got you beat on in followers TikTok. I bet I'll have to check yours out. Yeah, yeah don't. Just, just, yeah, You'll be um, disappointed. I haven't got into it. I can't. I can't dance. So I mean, TikTok's not really. I've danced in two <laughs> videos. Two. That's it's it. really not. It's funny. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it just goes to show like how many different kinds of people there are, and only a billion people are on social media, right? Is that? I think that's mm-hmm. a real. Is that I, a real I, statistic? I'm a, I don't Only know. Again, I'm a, I'm a, I am literally a moron, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're not, you're, yeah, no, you're, you're not going to Even if it's, a, um... let's say three billion, let's just call it three. Let's sure. say I'm just so wrong, which I hope I am. All right. That's not half even the half the world. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah, even that's half, half the world's population. World. Not even. It's yeah. still 500, yeah. what is it? 500 million people short. That's a lot of people. And so, my God, sir, like, Sirs, like that's going to be a different world when everyone's fucking plugged in, reposting. It's going to be insane. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be insane. I, I get terrified of that like every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, uh, Just the, let's, uh, yeah. let's roll into another song and then we yeah. can come Please. back after and keep, uh, we're going to play, awesome. ju- we're going to, we are going to play Justice next, of course, mm. off of A Young Man's Country. Everybody, that one was released yeah. on August 7th, 2020. Please go check it out immediately following this podcast with Daniel. But uh, we are going to give you a little taste, of course, with the rest of the podcast here, too. So this is Justice. I don't know, Daniel, if you want to give us a little intro and maybe the story behind the song here. And uh, we'll roll into it. Ain't no justice unless it's just us. That's it? it. That's it? Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to cut it and go with that.
Justice by Daniel Donato. Daniel's still hanging out with us. And of course, once again, that was off of A Young Man's Country, released August 7th, 2020. If you are listening in the very distant future, that was the year 2020. (laughs) Oh, wow. uh, Yeah. Like I said, Daniel's still kicking it with us. Uh, How's like... How's the reception been to that album so far for you? I mean, we're looking at, what are we, in October here now? It's getting up on, what, three, mo- three months almost? Yeah, it's been out. Yeah. So how's, uh, how's it been? Like, you know, obviously releasing it during COVID wasn't ideal, but um, uh-huh. did uh, like, did you push that one back at all because of COVID? or uh, And, like, how's it been just kind of not being able to tour on it really and that sucks. What's that been like? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Not touring on it is a reality that is hard, yeah. you know, to uh-huh. to to uh to come to terms with, but um the only time that is ideal is the present. So you might as well work with the with the assets that opportunity presents for you. Yeah, um, at any given moment, right? And it's like so um the record is doing really really well. Like it landed on so it's doing well in the sense of industry-wise, it's hitting the marks that it needs to hit, mm. um, in in my opinion. Uh, and then, but right. the thing that I'm more concerned about is uh, how the fans are perceiving it and what they mm-hmm. what they think about it and what they're mm-hmm. saying on Reddit, what they're saying on YouTube, and what they're saying on Instagram and and TikTok and um, Facebook. Like it's like a that is what matters to me. Like really, mm-hmm. like what the fans, because I'm just all about that. That is yeah. like my mm-hmm. career is in the hands of my fans, truly. And like what I can bring to them. And It's um, good that you so, have that mentality. 
of like yeah. you know it's at the end of the day it, it is for you i guess about you know about the fans and what you're able to provide for them in their own lives with your art you know i'm just this guy that i'm a serotonin dealer like what yeah. i am yeah hell yeah so <laughs> you know and so if i can have my own version of daniel donato serotonin in as many people as possible then like uh I'll be, i'm pretty satisfied that's cosmic weird. country brand sounds like the cosmic yeah. country and you know it it's really humbling to like see people like um cover my songs or people like saying this is in the style of me and um, mm-hmm. you know, and people latching onto what cosmic country is uh, growing and turning into. It's like, that is just the best thing ever. You know, mm-hmm. it just makes like all the hard work has, it, it puts context in, in, in regards to the hard work. I, yeah. I, I hate the question that I'm going to say, come on, I even say it, come on but, with it. I love um, it. Why, why don't you explain to some of the listeners about what cosmic country is? You have the cosmic country club. Is that what it's called? Um, yeah, that's our fan club for, for, that's a fan club, right? Yeah. So I don't know. That, I think that's that's super fucking dope, and and some people might not know about it. So if you want to talk about that, I mean, it's a fucking cliche question, but no, it's um, not. It's, it's cool. Really not. It's it beautiful. is a cool thing. Cosmic Country um, is for fans that um, uh, fans of jam band music and country music, and mm-hmm. um, I'm telling a story with a country song, and then I'm also telling a story on my guitar, and uh, so yeah. you get two stories for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and the great American yeah. art form is telling a story with a with a guitar yeah. strapped around your shoulder, mm-hmm. and um, that's what I was born to do. And uh, Cosmic yeah. Country is just my um, my vessel, my vehicle, and uh, it's also the people's vehicle that they listen listen to uh, that listen to it. Um, you know, so listening to Young Man's Country is an ex- explanation of what Young Man's con- of what Cosmic Country is as well. Yeah, definitely. I gotcha. You did a couple, I mean, you did a couple, we're going to play one at the end, too. Um, you did a couple uh, cover songs on this record. Yeah. Uh, like, what yeah. goes into the process of you picking a cover song to play and, like, eventually deciding whether or not, first of all, picking it to even consider it for the record, and then how does it, in the end, make the cut? You know what I mean? It's a great question. It's a great question, Garrett. I, I think a lot of the covers in my life have picked me. So, like, um, like uh, so... Angel from Montgomery, when I first yeah. got started playing music, my the first stage that I ever had was the the street corner on Broadway. I was busking for tips. Mm-hmm. And some guy came and offered me a $20 bill if I knew any John Prine songs. And I was 14. And I didn't like yeah. grow up in Kentucky, and my dad wasn't a bluegrass player, so I didn't know who John Prine was. And I remember he took like an old, this was like in 2009, so he took like an iPhone, and he put it up to my ear, and he played Angel from Montgomery. And I started just picking around on it and i just loved the song and so i've loved it since i was 14 i didn't even know why and so over the years that song i it's i've been able to do my own thing with it and so that to me is like that's just as worthy of going on a record as an original song like very much so and then john also passed this year which which was Mm -hmm. um, part of our reason of making sure it made the record yeah right yeah that like that song in particular i was curious about and and uh you know the whaling cover because and and i mean especially with the john one it's just like it seems like that's probably a really hard thing to do is to go into the studio and take a john prine song and try to put your own spin on it especially Mm -hmm. when you're playing like i said like that you know especially when you're playing them in the style that you play with like Mm -hmm. that jam band blended with like country like you you if somebody not having heard that you play that song 
if you just told them that there was like you know kind of a jam band-esque like version of that song they'd be like Psh, like what no that doesn't fit right but i think you did a great job of like making that your own and like thank you really making it work and it doesn't seem like it should work but it did work <laughs> I tell, I'm telling you, man, it's about storytelling. That is the thing that country music is. It's like the best American art form. Um, it just really is like making cars is also like making pickup trucks at least, but like telling a story with a couple chords is the thing. And if you can, I love doing that on my guitar as well. And that's all I've ever done. Um, I've just really put in a lot of hours into playing country music and, and, um, listening to the stories and, and realizing the recurring characters and the symbols. And, and, uh, it just is what I, it's kind of just the world I live in, in my mind. And when I write music, it's, yeah. it's all in that world of Tom T. Hall and John Prine and, and Willie and, uh, you know, uh, Roy Acuff, Fred Rose, like harking back to Hank Williams songs and, and bluegrass music. And, uh, and then also, so what also was another thing was at Roberts where I was playing my teacher, what one of my history teachers, Mr. Raglan, a phenomenal instructor. Mr. He's the boss. He was a phenomenal instructor. He showed up to school every day in a three-piece suit. School started at wow. 7.30. He was there at 6.30 every day. And, you know, really straight, straight down the line guy, straight edge guy. I thought, right? And so I might be oh. wrong, but Mr. Raglan comes in and he's like, he's a very much so an alpha male uh, instructor. And he knows how to communicate to his audience. And everyone loved his class because he, he put so much into his presentations. And he came to see me play one night. And, like, Raglan never went out, according to, like, all the teachers. So I, he must have heard about me playing down at Roberts. He, came, he comes in through the back door and watches me and leaves. And I don't know that he's there at all. And the next day in the middle of class at 745, I was playing out till 1130 the night before. He just in the middle of class, he goes, hey, Donato, see me after class. It's like, okay, that's weird. Oh, great. <laughs> and, yeah, what, what now? <laughs> so I go yeah. up to his desk and he has, you know, I'm going to say, I'm really, man, I'm going to have to say like an eight inch thick stack of CDs that are in these black binders. Uh, oh, shit. And it's his entire bootleg collection of the Grateful Dead. Wow. No way. Yeah, man. <laughs> and so cool. in the first song, I take, he goes, he goes, Donato, you need to take these CDs listen to them all twice and never bring them back to me again. And that wow. to me was like the best way somebody could ever introduce you to the Grateful Dead. And wow. so I took that first CD, I put it in and the first song that came on was Big River by Johnny Cash, which is like my favorite yeah. Johnny Cash song. And I learned at that moment that country music can be jammed. <laughs> like yes. you can really, you can tell just as much of a story with your guitar as you can uh, the lyrics, you know? I like that. Like Man, that so a that's a that was a big part into um into going into uh developing cosmic country and and, and like uh, you know, dude. I always find it really awesome. cool. That is an awesome story. Yeah, yeah. I always find uh, it really cool how like, you know, especially even like a younger artist like you or somebody like, I always think of Charlie Crockett who covers a lot Charlie. of songs himself. Um, mm-hmm. how an artist today can you know cover a song. And, you know, maybe somebody went out and listened to your record and had never heard a John, you know, maybe never heard a John Prine say, There's or a maybe lot of never, people. maybe never listened to Waylon Jennings' music or never listened to the Grateful Dead. And through that song, once they realized that that wasn't an original of yours, they're yeah. like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a John Prine song. Maybe I'll go listen to John's version. And then, oh, yeah. maybe now, you know, now I'm listening to Illegal Smile all of a sudden and everything else. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. 
like I just think that's cool how you know when you can cover a song now you can uh you can oh no right oh. in the middle of a thought oh we Jesus oh Jesus H Christ what do we do Mike no I don't know we just we just wing it um I don't know we'll cut this shit out I'd imagine um let me try to add him back sorry in. fellas there he is there he is okay my bad. I got a phone call and I accidentally <laughs> answered it. Ah. There we go. Anyway, as I was saying, um, I, I just think it's cool that, like like I said, you can cover a song today and maybe send somebody down that rabbit hole just just based off of listening to your cover, you know? I think covers are it. I think covers are absolutely where it's at, especially in country music where um, it's not like a riff-based thing. It's like there's a lot of just the same chords in the same songs, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, the thing, too, I think it might be an egotistical thing, but I think it's kind of silly to think that you're going to beat somebody's first impression. Oh, Because um, <laughs> a first impression only happens once, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first time we hear country music is going to be one of the Mount Rushmore artists, likely. Mm, right. So I'm not going to yeah. beat somebody's first impression, their Mount Rushmore. I'm not going right. to try to challenge that. I'm going to be like, hey, I love that same thing, and here's my version of it. Right. And it's like, yeah. I think that that's like, it's really a nice thing. And Charlie actually inspired that approach. He like kind of allowed me to validify that. Cause I'll tell you in Nashville, a lot of people are like, no, you do not release covers until you have a song that gets 5 million streams and it gets on mm. uh, country rising. And it's like, I don't think it works that way. Like I think mm-hmm. the fans tell you and uh, fans like covers <laughs> and so do I. And yeah. they do, especially uh, live. Like if you're listening to your set and then all of a sudden, no, you pull out, you know, ain't living long like this. Like, it's just like, oh shit, that's a Wayland song, you know? <laughs> that's what Clay Cook told me. You know, Clay's a hero of mine. I had him on my podcast. We were talking about Zach Brown band covers a lot of songs. Like when they're oh, playing, for sure. they cover. Yeah. And, and he's like, man, wow. I'll tell you, like sometimes the biggest round of applause we get each night is when we do a Metallica song. Okay. And yeah. that just blew my mind to hear him say that. We were talking about a band that has some of the best timeless country hits of our generation. And they're proud to cover songs. I think that's really cool. What a... I'm going to have to say it now. Well, actually, I won't. I won't go there um, with the Zach Brown. What do, what do I think of the owl? Right but I yeah, I mean, I, I was going to go there, and I'd rather not. Dude, I think everyone thinks the same not. thing. Can, can we not just say, like, you know, it's tough. Like, life is really hard. Like, life is yeah. really hard, and it's, like a, it's hard to, like, have a solid grip on reality on all moments it really is it's uh-huh. like that's like an insane amount of success and hard work that guy yeah. was putting into his life for so long it only makes sense right. that there's one yeah. record that might just have been in a growing stage yeah you know? right i get you um what i was gonna say before that pop- thought popped into my head come on um, which you had Love a great that. take on it was um <clears throat> you might not be the mount rushmore for anybody and i think that might not be true because oh, wow. you know, I'm a teacher, and uh, and me teaching seventh graders math, it, it might be important. But what's even more important, a bigger role I feel I play in their lives, is as they're doing their independent work, I play them uh, music. And, and I always ask them for requests, you know, what do you want to hear? And then I'll turn on Sturgill and just ignore what they <laughs> want to hear, and I'll play my shit. <laughs> that's so funny. Holy <laughs> shit, that's so funny. They're like, I oh, want yeah, some like, WAP, and you turn I on Just Billie Let Go. I want Eilish. And then it's like, all right, here's some stew grass. 
<laughs> like, wait, is this not Billie Eilish? I could have sworn it was. Oh, but uh, the, this week in particular, not that I haven't been listening to your stuff, but I've been playing it in, in class the last two days. And uh, a lot of these kids, they, they bitch and moan about, eh, this is not Billie Eilish. And today, today I was playing in my in my fifth period class right after lunch. I was okay. playing. Um, I can't. It might have been Justice. Okay. And and one one of the little kids who always is whining was like, "Who's this, Mister Hart?" Oh wow! I was like, this is Daniel Donato. Come on! And they're like, "Who is he?" And I got to tell them about it. And they're like, "I like this." And <laughs> so you know that might be their first kind of segment. Maybe they maybe they'll go home and they'll look up Daniel Donato. Who knows? But <coughs> I think but that's that, a that can thing. be a gateway, you know, for 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 kids like that. Well, I'll know? have to pay you a I'll have to pay you a public performance royalty. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a real thing, you know. A lot of people say like I inspired them to go buy a Fender Telecaster because they'd never mm-hmm. seen somebody they've never seen like someone play Telecaster and it affect them in a way that only this right. instrument can, which is like the great electric American instrument. You know, just how like all As, the grass yeah. all like the grassers have their Martins. A country player's gotta have a telecaster. And mm-hmm. it's like that is the instrument where, like, the backbone of twang and amazing mm-hmm. hooks and sounds that are sweet to our ears that make us feel happy and sad and uh, country music, you know? And it's just, like, that's an insane thing to, like, get a message from someone in, like, Brazil. They're, like, they sent me a photo yeah. of a guitar. It's the same color as this one. It's like, whoa! Yeah. Life's crazy. a simulation. Yeah. yeah. That, that's something that, that people listening to this who, who maybe they haven't dug in and gone down your rabbit hole yet, uh, people might not understand is that you – are an incredible guitar player and you play that guitar thank you unlike almost anybody else wow. so for, for those listening we're, we're right now talking to one of the greatest guitar players out there in my opinion but thank you. um i don't know is that thing plugged in right now oh yeah oh That that's just oh. like happening in my mind always. Hell yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, <clears throat> damn! Okay. Have you ever seen that scene from Hateful Eight? Damn, Daniel! Have you ever seen that scene from Hateful Eight where they're in that uh, where they go in, where they find refuge in that house and there's all that snow? What's that? And they're uh, like, Cl-. yes, yes. That scene from Hateful Eight. Have you seen that? Have you seen that movie? Oh yet? yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene where there's Same like they're in the middle of like this fucking winter snowstorm, right? And they just find refuge in like this wooden shack. You know, yep. there's no electricity or anything. They just have candles, and they're like, uh, it's like downpouring snow, and the guys like break their way in to uh, to this wooden shack, and there's other dudes in there, and the snow mm-hmm. is pouring mm-hmm. in so hard that they needed to nail it shut. And so as they're <laughs> breaking their way in, the guys are like, close the fucking door. Close the door. It's like seven dudes <laughs> screaming at him. It's just all this uh-huh. snow coming in. And then they right. close it. And then a couple minutes later, some other guys come in. They're like, close the door. All this snow is coming in. Yeah. And so my mind with guitar is like that. So when I play, it's just like, close the door. Oh, my God. It's a, then I turn the volume knob off, and it's nice and quiet. <laughs> I, 
I, I love that. That. <clears throat> that hardly made, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm being ignorant here. That hardly made any sense to me, but I'm glad it made sense. <laughs> Holy hell. You know what? That's fine, dude. I, I So, like, I'm I very abstract. I think I'm I a pretty it. abstract person. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I wish we could break. I wish we could. I wish YouTube didn't have such shitty copyright laws. We could put that scene in. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's a big no no for us. <laughs> yeah. No, probably shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should maybe we should fire off some rapid fires. Yeah, let's yeah. just do a couple. I mean, this we'll this chat's been. We'll do a couple uh, each. Pretty live. So. All right. Um, three, thing of three. Sure, three's fine. Two, yeah. three. All right, three. whatever. I got whatever. Whatever you got okay. loaded up there. Got three in the bank. All right, go okay. ahead. You you kick it off. Oh okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, would this is something that I have internal conflict quite a bit. I think about. Um, would you rather be stuck on a boat at sea by yourself that is like, you know, it's shut down, like you're just floating, or um, stuck in the middle of a desert mm. by yourself? On the sea. I'd rather take the on sea. On the sea? Yeah. Yeah. You don't get like, uh, you know, wave sickness or ocean sickness or what? motion sickness. That's the word. I think you'd get over motion sickness sooner than you yeah. would dehydration. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't drink salt water, so. You could distill it, though. That's true. Oh, you're going to set up, a, like, a, a salt Dude, water Dude, if I'm stuck on a boat, I got to yeah. figure something out. Yeah, I mean, you're probably going to die either way. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so, I, I, you know, yeah. I'd rather be able to, you know, catch a nice little alligator gar, catch a little crappie with my bare hands. I don't hands. think those live in the ocean, man. I'm, I'm I might catch a dolphin. Check it out. <laughs> I, might take D, I might take DMT and stare at a dolphin for 15 minutes. That's right. There you go. Yeah. I'm not I gonna. Didn't, I didn't. I forgot that the boat was filled with DMT. <laughs> the, the bo- it's got Wi-Fi and DMT. That's it. It's a new <laughs> Carnival cruise line it's called the Cosmic Cruise. <laughs> you get Wi-Fi and dimethyltryptamine. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> it's a fucking That's a great concept. Cos- cosmic Cruise. You got to register that. So trademark it. So nobody steals. We got a song called. Cosmic Country Cruising that my friend Kyle Daniel and I wrote, and uh, it's very cool. It's very fun. I hate saying songs are cool without having a demo. Uh, I'll send you guys a demo. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. that'd be awesome. Absolutely. Uh, what I, is I your? Can photo, I can Photoshop you on a boat. Yeah, we'll Photoshop <laughs> you on a boat for sure. Or have Jonathan do it. Yeah, we'll have <laughs> Jonathan do it. Me and uh, Chris Danson. <laughs> What's your least favorite chore around the house? Uh, putting away my laundry. Oh, me too. I agree. I'm very conflicted yeah. about how to fold my laundry. And um, so mm-hmm. I, yeah, I also have a lot of like specific shirts to organize them all. Um, I never have like laundry. I always hated it. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ignoring yeah. the fact that I have shirts and jeans to iron in the basement right now. And, <sighs> and I'm just it's a very adult yeah. task. They're not there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, maybe it's an Iowa thing. We don't iron our jeans. You just no. Yeah. I, I that do. is Iowa. I don't know. It's Canadians take their denim very seriously. That's right. Yeah. We don't fuck um, around up here. Gotta look okay, crispy, so boys. For this next one, for this next one, put yourself in a in a situation where a uh, guitar hero is real life. Okay. So a real life guitar hero, like the battles that you can do, um, and you're going head to head with Billy Strings. Uh, yeah, I knew you were gonna top. say that. Yeah. 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 You knew I was going to say that? Yeah. That's wild. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. 
yeah. Tele- telekinesis there. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So what was the question? Oh, it was who's who's coming up, who's winning? You, oh, you, you're I in mean, a guitar battle, real life guitar hero with Billy Strains. We both win. Who's winning? We both. Bad? No, you know what? The listeners I win. I don't think that was. <laughs> yeah, option, the so. listeners win. <laughs> I mean, you know, the listeners win. <laughs> that's really I ain't cool. Seven, seven days. <laughs> Which is, you know, that's fucking awesome. Like, that's an insane. That's Billy Strings, one of my biggest inspirations. Like, it's Sturgill and Billy mm-hmm. that. I like they like give me like people need to like be doing something in the world where I'm like oh that's what mm-hmm. I'll like that's what I can do like because that's who yeah. I'm I have a skill like a you know say Sergio has 20 skills and Billy has 20 skills right uh-huh. like and so like Ma, I'm not writing dust in the baggie but I do play jam band music and I do play a lot of guitar and I love American music so it's like man like Billy strings exist so it kind of allows me to see the audience and the market that's potential for what I do into the world and I think Billy Strings is, you know, nothing short of uh, just a, a hyper imaginative influencer uh, for our generation yeah. of, of guitar players who are also artists. I mean, he is Definitely. the man. He's the boss. Definitely. I mean, I, I, I do recall watching, I think, like a 10 plus minute video of you and Billy Strings jamming out to uh, Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. one of the best watches I've had this year, I think. Now, <laughs> since I am a competitive person, if Billy's on a Telecaster, come on. But if, if, if I'm playing acoustic and Billy is playing acoustic, come on. Like, he's going to tear me up in those first five frets, okay. like, more than anyone. Um, right. So, <laughs> depends on. A, Dude, yeah. Billy's like a, <laughs> depends a on the nice little, like, gateway drug for some people to bluegrass, too. You know? Yes. Because yeah. there's people who never listen to bluegrass, listen to Billy Strings. And then it's like, oh, oh yeah. whoa, shit. Like, this, is, this shit's, you know, this, this awesome. stuff rips, right? Yeah. It's beautiful um, and timeless. Yeah. What's that? Beautiful and timeless music. Absolutely. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what is, all right, this is a two-parter. What is your favorite flavor of chicken wings, and would you prefer drumsticks or flats? Uh, what is a flat? A f- what is a flat? Yeah. Like, like you know, when you get a basket the of chicken wings, and you got the drumsticks, and then the other ones oh, yeah. with the two bones, those are like the flat. I, I don't oh, know, I'm I a drum flats, you know. I'm, know. I'm the kind of dude who just, I fucking destroy a chicken wing. Like, I'm I mean, cartilage so and you know, you I am just yeah, on so that wing for. There's I'm on that wing left for of it when three I'm, minutes. There's just the bone left. That's the way to do it. Yeah, you know? there's. Yeah, that really is. So I'm gonna say I don't really give a fuck. I'll take both. Ooh, okay. Is that right. is like that it. wrong? Like, is that wrong? It's chicken. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. What's, uh, what's your but favorite man, flavor? I, I love that cosmic Jerry Garcia sauce. Are you familiar is with that? that? A real thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's a real thing. Okay. Well, yeah. I forget I mean, the brand, but they make a Jerry Garcia cosmic hot sauce. Okay. And it's like that it, to me is the most cosmic thing I can think of in regards to hot sauces. But I'll tell you <laughs> what, man, my dad, we grew up before we moved to Tennessee. We grew up in a boardwalk town, um, uh-huh. Seaside Heights, New Jersey, where they filmed Jersey Shore. And uh, oh, my wow. dad would he, I, you would need a lot of singles each weekend to go to the boardwalk and get money to win games. And my dad would mm-hmm. pay me singles to drink Tabasco at dinner. As like a six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old. It's like, you drink Tabasco for 10 seconds, I'll give you $5. Oh, uh, so I have always loved hot sauce. Like I just I have, love hot sauce too, so I feel you. But yeah. I, I definitely didn't drink it for money. <laughs> That's it, probably the only job I've ever had beside music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sauce on the board. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, De- probably, your fa- probably your favorite job too, right? <laughs> <Just> yeah, right. <laughs> 
That's funny. No. <laughs> All, right, <laughs> All right. I got I got one more. Awesome. Um, and this is because I I don't know I don't go to Nashville very often, <laughs> but I probably will be there at, at some point in the near future. I'd imagine. Awesome. Um, what's the best place <laughs> to eat in Nashville? Oh man, it depends on what you're going for. Um, I mean, you got so, one place. I'm coming to Nashville for one meal. Yeah. Where, where are you directing me? Man, either Robert's Western World for a cheap, dirty Nashville meal, Baja Burrito. Um, Baja Burrito. There's going to be a lot of basic bros that are going to say go to a hot chicken spot, and that's cool. But, like, everyone knows. Everyone knows we got right. hot chicken. I don't need to do that. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to say that. Sabaro. It's my favorite pizza joint. That's a fucking chain you, restaurant. You, you, and, Mike, in you and Michael. You and Michael Scott. Exactly. What Thank you, Garrett. Come on. Thank you, Garrett. You Thank you, Garrett. I was taking my favorite you, New York pizza place. <laughs> my favorite New York pizza joint. It's like I come to this place whenever I'm in town. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Oh shit! I totally missed that reference. I'm sorry. That is so oh, funny. I the ball. That, like you're talking about. You're talking about some of the best humor in yeah. the, in this millennium. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I take part ownership of that too. Dude, my just, name's Michael Scott. So. It is, yeah, partially. <laughs> I was just, uh, I was just watching the episode the other day where uh, uh, Mer- Meredith gets uh, hit by the car, and then they find out she has rabies, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like doing the little rabies like fun run for the cure or whatever and daryl's like down on his hands and knees feeding a squirrel a nut in the parking lot and they're like daryl what are you doing (laughs) i'm feeding him no don't feed him (laughs) i was amazing show amazing show it really is all right i have one last one it's kind of a it's kind of a weird question uh would you rather hear smells or smell sounds Would I rather hear smells, okay, mm-hmm. or smell sounds? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would rather I, smell sounds. Okay. You'd rather smell sounds? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Can you give us an example of like a, cool. a sound you'd want to smell? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> wop. No, I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, oh, no. That's terrible. <laughs> that's just... That's where, that's a that's a Patreon that's <laughs> a Patreon it. exclusive <laughs> answer. That is a Patreon exclusive answer. I just had to. I literally no listen. I literally just had to because it was such a a a, a hard oh joke. Oh my god! Yes. I just had to. When Mike said when Mike said Daniel, I think you're gonna be pretty good at this rapid fire. Oh my god! You didn't know who yeah. you were messing with. <laughs> oh you know, um, I had no idea. I would really. How good you just be? That's awesome. I. I would really love to smell like Country Roads by John Denver because I feel like mm. where I grew up in Tennessee, like that puts me at home, you know, okay. and I feel like I already have smelled Country Roads. Like that. Um, yeah. What that is is mirror neurons. That's a real thing that happens in our brain, which is if you think of a banana, you start salivating. The brain mm. 100% doesn't know. And I'm a, listen, I am a absolute moron. I know nothing. Uh, I, so, but I think in some like way, the, time. the, um, there's a thing that happens when you think of a smell or you think of a you think of a food and your brain doesn't quite know so it starts uh, creating those stimulations already. I feel like mm-hmm. we already kind of do that some abstract way. So mm-hmm. yeah. Please like also ask said. that question to your psychedelic fan who asked the first Patreon question. Yeah, yeah. I'd well, like to know. 
I like to know his answer on that one. I will. I will, and I'll let you know. That's all I had. I just wanted to, to point out while while, Dan- while Daniel was uh, thinking about that uh, the hear smells or smell sounds question, it, it literally it looked to a T like uh, like um, Alan in The Hangover. Uh, with all the the numbers and like oh, e equals mc squared going on over you know <laughs> yeah like rain man i, I just sent him a message maybe yeah, he'll, like he'll answer me before we're done before we're done here <laughs> please do i hope he yeah, yeah, yeah. back right away he probably and answers <laughs> zach galifianakis daniel has a question for you actually <laughs> And that, you know, anyone who knows me knows I'm a, I'm an inquisitive person sometimes to a degree of where people don't like me because they think I'm trying to poke and prod at something that is uh I feel that. nefarious. Um I literally, I just love questions, you know. I just I talk to people and I really I genuinely believe there's something I can learn from every person I talk to. Absolutely. I really mm. genuinely believe that. And it's like that that's yeah. something that's given back to my music and um, what I create from it in ways that are just huge, man. So, you know, it's been a privilege to be able to talk to you guys. I've, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Oh, yeah? Oh, thank well, you, man. We're we bigger fans that. of you. Yeah, right definitely. On. Tell you it's, that. Uh, free. No, um, this is fun. We'll uh, we'll definitely well, do this again. Uh, this won't be the first or yeah. the last. Well, it'll be the first. Yeah. It won't be the last is what I meant to say. We got to get a Sturgill. Okay. Um, <laughs> if, if the Sturgill and Daniel Donato record. The Sturgill Simpson yeah. produced. We'll be pushing for that album. We will. Uh, yeah, that'd be insane. Maybe that's the next time we do it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah hopefully, be, with both of you. Phenomenal. In the same. Whoa! Yeah, I don't yeah, think he does podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, if I can get uh, Sturgill Simpson, he only does Joe Rogan. I know. He doesn't have. I know. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately. Oh, look at that! He just said, "I'd rather Fuck hear yeah. smells." I'm all about that noise. <sighs> that was his answer. I'm all about that noise. I'm all about that noise. Great. I'm all about that noise. That's great, dude. That sounds <laughs> like a Jerry to, Reed. I'm with him because then you get to hear you hear sounds and you hear smells, and that'd be cool. If you okay. hear smells, it's just gonna be. Is this like it's gonna? Be, no, <laughs> not like that. I think it's like. <laughs> like oh yeah, that's you know, that's Sabaro. That's the yeah, that's that oh, cheese crust Sabaro. Yeah. Smell that shit anywhere. <laughs> You know, but you already do that. Okay. Tell me, tell me, you think of a smell and an image doesn't come to mind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You do already. Do <laughs> think of think of a warm toaster strudel, pouring that cinnamon glaze on top. That mm. is just so bad for you. Mm. Think about yeah, that. Yeah, but you know you smell that. Yeah. You walk you walk by the yeah. cinnamon bun place in the mall, and you're just like, mm. Mm. oh, mm. guys, I have not eaten dinner yet. You can't do this. I... Yeah, exactly. Those mirror <laughs> neurons. What are you yeah, gonna eat for dinner? Can you smell it? He's gonna eat a lot. I have toaster. I have toaster strudels in the freezer right now, and my toaster just broke. So I can't believe. Don't do uh, this to me. I you you dude. I don't think I ever had at least not that I know. I don't think my fifth grade teacher Miss Cotton drank bush lattes and ate toaster strudels after school. I think that's <laughs> awesome. I think that's admirable. I mean, that really is nice. Like that's that's I a personable that. human. Like that's oh a person. Oh my god, man! That is that's somebody who has empathy to teach people. Like Educa- that, educating the young minds of America. That's an astounding. F- I love that, dude. I'm so weird with my diet. I, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that that just might be the best compliment I've ever received on my teaching. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> no. Well, shit, man. Um, um, well, yeah, we, 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 we don't need to keep you any. We're almost an hour and yeah, 20 we're, here. Um, Jesus. Man. 
Yeah, this Hasn't was a lot of fun. Long. Thanks, thanks for thanks for doing it, man. It was we, I, we had a blast. We yeah. will do it again. Thanks definitely. for having me, Garrett. St- thanks for having me, Mike. Sturgill Sturgill produced record uh, pending. We will do it either way. Let's do it next. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I you know pen, like he I've never I've never mentioned it to him. I've been trying no, no, to. I know. But <laughs> I know. I think it'd be it'd be a yeah. really special thing. Yeah. Either yeah, way, we'll, regardless, we'll, we'll, we'll get you back. We'll, we'll, be, yeah. uh, we'll be back on. Let me get one of those hats. Let me get one of those ha- hippies in uh, cowboys hats. I got Definitely. it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'll put we'll it in the up. mail tomorrow. We'll Come hook on. you up. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Before we guys. go, man, just uh, yeah. take a second, plug in the social medias, plug in the website, oh. tell everybody where they can go get their copy of the record, all that yeah. good stuff, and uh, where they can keep up with what you got going on. I know you got a Patreon, too, so. Yeah, so Daniel Donato on on any platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Patreon, YouTube. TikTok. And um, also my website, DanielDonato.com, but also equally you can search in Cosmic Country anywhere and find me as well. And um, they can buy the record on DanielDonato.com. We have vinyls. Uh, then we also uh, join the Cosmic Country Club, get mm-hmm. weekly emails and a lot of cool abstract ideas and what i'm listening to what podcast i'm on what music i've been learning practicing and um, we're working on a cosmic country covers album right now and nice. uh, stay tuned for that stay yeah. tuned i don't like saying that's stay cool. tuned for music because that's silly because yeah that's too funny mike mike always says uh keep Dude. an eye out keep an ear out Ooh, come keep on an mike ear out, keep an eye out yeah. is that how it goes yeah sorry anyway keep an ear keep an ear out keep an eye out I, I don't know. See that know even that yeah. sound bites yeah. even better. Like with all the trepidation, yeah. like that would be the best. Oh, I don't know. Like that'd be the best. You can one. steal it. That's all right. <laughs> I, I mean, copy copyrights in the works, but you know, <laughs> I have a, yeah, I have a great lawyer who can help out with that. If you guys need, one. definitely. Um, no, nah, we can't afford it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, we are gonna we are gonna close the episode out today. Once again, thank you, Daniel. Thanks thanks for doing this, man. Thank you. Right and, on. Uh, I hope everybody listening enjoyed the show. Uh, and. I hope you enjoyed yeah. hanging out with us. Um, yeah, we're going to close today with a cover, of Come course, on. as we were just co- as we were just talking about. It is what did, what did you say? It's nine. It's a nine minute jam, right? It's nine minutes. So long? it it's the uh, focal point of the cosmic part of the record, the, right? The we have a lot <laughs> of country songs, and then we also have you know cosmic songs, and uh, a lot of our fans love when we play this live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had to throw it on the record because it's all you know the 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 end result is the fan. So mm-hmm. that's right. All right. Well, there yeah. you have it. This is uh, Fire on the Mountain cover by Daniel Donato. Once again, that's off a young man's country that was released in August 2020. Go check it out right after this is done. But here's a little taste. This is Fire on the Mountain for Daniel, Mike, and myself. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>
Innocence ran out What you holding out for I caught in some motion And dashed to the door The flame from your stage Has spread to the floor Gave all you got Why you wanna give more The more that you give The more it will take on the mountain daniel donato style once again 2020 album a young man's country i strongly encourage all of you to go check out danieldonato.com that's daniel d-a-n-i-e-l donato d-o-n-a-t-o dot com and pick yourself up a copy of this record you got to listen to the whole thing front to back to get the full experience though you did get a little taste today you got to go listen to this thing front to back, and it's I definitely recommend that you go get it on vinyl. On top of that, guys, please give us a quick review wherever you are listening and uh, leave us with a five-star rating. I also will plug, once again, please go join our private community over on Patreon. There's a ton of great stuff that we got lined up for any tier that you happen to choose, and uh, any of the money that we make from that will go towards maintaining and paying the monthly fees for our website and our new online store which will be live very 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 soon i said that last time but it's even closer it's even closer now and of course additionally the money will be spent on upgrading our equipment so we can bring you guys the best possible content that we can whether that be podcasts or videos we want to bring you guys the best quality product that we possibly can and so it's not like we'll buy it. We'll spend it all on beer. I promise. But again, thank you very much for listening, guys. Please share this episode with your friends. Share it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Go give us a like. Give us a follow. And we look forward to having you guys tune in again next time. A couple of various special episodes coming your way. And of course, once again, if you sign up for those upper tiers on Patreon, you will get the first word when we lock in. Any new guest. And believe me, we got a couple of big ones coming on soon. So, go sign up for that. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Share this with your friends. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>